only interviews, Batman. Hi, this is Burt Ward Robin from the TV series Batman. You're listening to TV Confidential. Wowie zowie, it's fantastic. Ed Robertson welcoming you to TV Confidential. Radio talk show about television. Kat Kramer will join us in our second hour. Kat Kramer, daughter of actress Karen Kramer, an iconic filmmaker, Stanley Kramer, and an accomplished actress, singer, comedian, and producer in her own right. Kat's musical tribute to Lily Tomlin is among the many videos you can enjoy on demand for free on a brand new YouTube channel that we'll tell you more about when Kat Kramer joins us in our second hour. We have to stay tuned for that. In the meantime, I am sure that by now, most of you listening are aware of the passing of Peter Mark Richmond. Peter Mark Richmond, the accomplished actor who's more than 500 TV credits include his own series, Kane's Hundred, as well as co-starring roles on Longstreet and Santa Barbara, recurring roles on such shows as Dynasty, Beverly Hills 90210, and of course, Three's Company as Chrissy's father, Reverend Snow, and guest star roles in many other classic TV shows, including The Twilight Zone, Star Trek, The Next Generation, and just about every show produced by Quinn Martin. Peter Mark Richmond passed away Thursday, January 14th at the age of 93. Though most of us think of Peter Mark Richmond as an actor, and particularly an actor who played bad guys on television, he was much, much more than that, Peter Mark Richmond starred on Broadway. He appeared in many feature motion pictures, including Friendly Persuasion with Gary Cooper and directed by William Wyler, and The Black Orchid, directed by Martin Ritt. Peter Mark was also an accomplished painter and sketch artist with 17 one-man exhibitions over the years. Plus, he enjoyed a long concurrent career as a writer. He wrote for the stage, he wrote for film, and he wrote long and short fiction. Peter Mark's play, A Medal for Murray, was translated into Hebrew, then premiered in Tel Aviv and enjoyed a two-year run in Israel. He also received a Drama Critics Award for his play, Four Faces, which Peter Mark later adapted into a film directed by Ted Post. Peter Mark also published a novel, Hollander's Deal, a book of short stories, The Rebirth of Ira Masters, and several one-act plays, while his autobiography, I Saw a Molten White Light, was published by Bear Manor Media in 2018. We spoke to Peter Mark Richmond twice on TV Confidential, once in 2011 and again in 2018. We will play highlights from both of those conversations as part of our program this week, beginning with this clip from our conversation with Peter Mark from May 2011, which we began by asking Peter Mark about his writing career. When people ask you what you do for a living, how do you answer them? Uh, well, I, I say that God has blessed me with uh, multiple talents, and I say that uh, rather modestly because I, I am multi-talented. I'm a painter, a writer, a uh, stage actor, film actor, uh, television, and... Uh, in between, I have a, a wonderful family of five children and five grandchildren and another one on the way. So I'm blessed. Well, as, as we like to say in this program, it ain't bragging if you could, if you could back it up. And, and, and your body of work, Peter Mark, speaks 
for itself. Um, there, I mean, we we can easily spend the bulk of this conversation, you know, just talking about some of your most famous television roles. I want to I want to ask you about some of them in just a second. But first, being a writer and being an author myself, I'm I'm, I'm particularly interested in in your work as a writer. Let me let me just ask you a couple questions in general. When did you first start writing? You know, I, I first started writing when I was doing live television in New York in the golden age of television. Uh, we would sit around and uh, the actors and the director and the producer, and uh, we would read through the script. And, uh, you know, for instance, I always talk about uh, Pat Chayefsky, who was a tremendous writer. Mm-hmm. And I, I did a couple of shows, uh, with, live shows with uh, Patty. And, uh, you know, I said, uh, Patty, this, uh, this line is really hard to say. He says, what would you say? And I said, such and such and such and such. He says, that's good. Keep it. So uh, I, I found that I had a facility with, with dialogue. And that's one of my strong points because uh, it, it comes to me in, in terms of expression from, from being an actor uh, of how people talk and how people answer, and somebody interrupts and says such and such and such, and then, you know, shut up, you're not paying attention, just listen, be quiet. And, you know, and I have these fantasies in my brain that comes out, and I write it down. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that's how I evolve uh, writing dialogue. You touched on one of my other questions, and I forget who first said this to me or where I first read this. But if you're good, if you know how to listen, you know how to write dialogue because that's that's half the battle. Just just tuning your ear for not only what what people say, but how they say it in a way that's interesting. Yes, that's that's true, Uh, and also uh, there is a there is a running um, verbal. Chaos running in your brain all the time. I mean, you can't shut it off. So even though you're not speaking, you are forming words in your brain that you'd like to say. Mm -hmm. I mean, like standing in a line in the supermarket, and there's 14 people there, and you want to say, Jesus Christ, will you please get another uh, uh, clerk here? Which I generally do <laughs> <laughs> well um it, a couple of things first of all i you know i would imagine as as a young actor um getting a compliment from someone such as chayeski uh, you know um uh, as, as far as making a um suggestion on on something that he had written and, and, and him saying that's pretty good peter i mean that you know, even though you're you're already you know on your way as an actor at the time, I mean, because you know uh, you also had had the gift and desire to write to to have encouragement, you know, from someone such as him that had to feel good. Well, it did, it did, and I never forgotten it. Uh, you know, and then it, it it was progressive. You know, you, you know, I would talk to the producer or talk to the director and say, you know, this is a really stilted uh, paragraph. Uh, how about if I said such and such and such and such? And, and more times than not, the the director and the producer would be okay, and you know we we discuss it with the writer, and uh, it would work out. And 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 I found that uh, I could write uh, 
dialogue that was commensurate with what I needed to say as a character mm -hmm. uh, in many times uh, expressed better than what the, the, the author had intended in the beginning. Yeah. So um, I I I don't I don't mean that to be uh, egoistic. No 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 but, no. But but uh, in fact I was going to say um, I would I would imagine you know, because for for those who may not know Peter was trained uh, in the method um, at the actors studio and so you know you you come out of that um, with with an innate sense of how to play a character how to how to approach a character is not and that's not only having a sense of that character's backstory. But how they would say certain things, and so and and to have the gift of you know of to have that inner ear for dialogue as a writer has that had to come in handy for what for for anything you did whether that, that's that's correct. But it, it, and also uh, dialogue has always been easy for me. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it's a question of what uh, surrounds the dialogue, you know. Uh, Description, I, although, although I'm okay in description and setting the scene, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, it's it's filling in between. Now I, I've read a lot of uh, autobiographies and uh, a lot of novels, and uh, uh, I, I find that uh, some some writings are very tedious to get through because they have dialogue. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to hear what the people say rather than the author talking about what they said. You know, it, it, it's more fascinating to me to hear the people speak. You're listening to a conversation with Peter Mark Richmond that originally aired in May 2011 on TV Confidential. Peter Mark Richmond passed away Thursday, January 14th at the age of 93. Peter Mark Richmond, of course, known for his many roles in television, which include Reverend Snow on Three's Company, Blake Carrington's lawyer on Dynasty, James Franciscus's colleague Duke Page on Longstreet, Fearless Prosecutor Nicholas Kane on Kane's 100, as well as many, many other popular network TV shows, as well as such feature motion pictures as Friendly Persuasion, directed by William Wyler. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We will talk about some of Peter Mark's film and TV roles later on in the conversation. But as we mentioned in our open, Peter Mark Richmond enjoyed a long concurrent career as a writer. He wrote for the stage. He wrote several novels and short stories, and he published his autobiography, I Saw a Molten White Light, in 2018. Before we leave the topic of writing altogether, which writers influenced you uh, early on, Peter Mark? You know, I, I, I cannot, I cannot say. I, um, I, re I really cannot say. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, I can't say uh, 
Hemingway. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. I can't say. I just think it. Uh, I'm my own guy. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I have not aped or um, been influenced by anybody. I don't think. I think that. It, uh, thankfully, I have my own individuality, whatever that is. Well, actually, that's you know that not only not only is that a fair answer, Peter. That's that's, that's the best answer anyone could give. Because I mean, sure, we all have, you know, I mean, well, 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 maybe with the exception of you, we 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 all have people that, you know, in the back of our our, our minds that, you know, we may aspire to be, but at the end of the day, if you're going to stand out and make your mark, whether it's as a fiction writer or any other kind of writer, you have to have your own inner voice that makes that 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 makes you unique. So that well, so, that's that's the thing. You said it, inner voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I'm blessed to have, an inner voice that propels me to do what I do. Uh, I, I feel the same way in, in my painting. I mean, when I look at a canvas and, and uh, I start, I don't know what I'm going to do, except I have a, pro, a, 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 a beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I'm, I'm doing a figure from whether it's a model whether it's a sketch from somebody I did before, or I have someone sitting there and I'm sketching it and starting, you know, or I use a magazine and uh, or find a figure that's interesting to me in combination of things. I combine a lot of things in my work in, in uh, relation to uh, a scene. I, I take diverse people uh, in my watercolor and ink sketches, etc., that they have no relation to one another, but I make a relation. Yeah, you know. So I do the same thing in in my writing and my acting and and uh, and uh, my painting. I don't know exactly what's going to happen, and that's exciting. Well, I don't know exactly what's going to happen in our next segment, but uh, we will find out when uh, when Peter Mark Richmond continues to talk to us. Peter Mark Richmond, of course, actor, author, playwright painter, novelist. You did a lot of the old Quinn Martin shows. Oh, I did. Uh, yeah, Quinn was, a, <clears throat> Quinn was a fabulous producer. Okay, I want to ask you a little bit I about... Did, I did the, the, the first show that Quinn ever did uh, right. that he produced. With uh, Leslie Nielsen? Uh, no, no. This was... Uh, I, I don't know whether it was the Jane Wyman show. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 bef- oh, before The Untouchables. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's go. That's that's even that's going further back than I Way thought. Way back. <laughs> and uh, I did. A, I did. And and he was. Uh, uh, he became. Uh, he hired me a lot. Yeah, yeah. You you became one of his. Big show that he that he produced, I think. But uh, I did never do the the Untouchable. My first book was on David Jansen and the Fugitive. And I, I got to talk to a, a few of, I mean, he, there are certain actors that he liked to use. And it, it's not like he had a fish, it's not like he had a quote-unquote official uh, repertory company. But there are actors such as yourself and you and, and Richard Anderson and Carol Rawson that whenever you, you were available, he would make sure, or um, uh, his casting guy, John Conwell. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you bringing that up, I haven't thought about him in a long time. He, yeah. He was but, a good casting director yeah. yeah i mean and i know he just passed uh 
I know he just passed recently, but um, but but anyway, they're they're just certain actors that he liked to use, and um, and, and and the great thing about Quinn is that um, I mean it's it's a joke, but uh, it, it's kind of a joke, but it 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 speaks to how well he thought of the people that he hired. Yes, you never met him. I mean, you rarely. I mean, unless you happen oh, no, to. No, I, I I did meet uh, Quinn. I know, but in general, you know, actors who worked on a show rarely met him because he's he's he stayed out of the way was working oh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah that's true that's true he's yeah. the, the, the director yeah and uh whatever hit uh, uh criticism he had or came in the dailies etc with his director and uh, producer uh who was an uh, online producer etc you did a couple episodes of the fugitive um one including one with um hope lang i think yeah, one with Hope Lang, and then you did one, I think, with Janice Page. Janice Page, yes. One of my favorite actresses. <laughs> yeah, she was a dear friend. Yeah. Uh, what memories do she you have? Me, she got me singing. Uh, she said, uh, 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 Lillian Goodman, you, th- you should study with Lillian Goodman. And she was an old-timer, a Hollywood uh, teacher. Uh, we had a lot of fun with with her, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, Janice got me going with uh, singing. I wish I had done it when I was twenty years old. Yeah. Uh, did you ever record? No, I never did. No, I was a you know study legitimate singing. Huh. Oh. Not not stuff. You know, not not uh, um, you know pop. Okay. I, oh oh, I see. Okay. So oh. Well, what um, I really studied to be—I <clears throat> really studied to be, a, you know, a Broadway singer. Huh. I, when I got when I got going, but I wish I had done it when I was young. Barbara Eden once said, "I mean, because you know, in in the fifties and sixties, I mean, you know, she was she was an accomplished you know, singer uh, long before she did Jeannie. And then uh, she did an interview. I saw her do a, a television interview about ten years ago, where someone asked her to sing. She said, "I can't do it now because unless you practice." You lose it. You lose the muscles functioning. Uh, let's see. In, in the mid-1970s, you had a recurring role on Three's Company as Chrissy's father, you know, the Reverend Snow. And yes. for the most part, um, you know, prior to Three's Company, for whatever reason, you tended to be cast in dramas, usually as heavies. So I would imagine, Peter... It, it, on the stage, I've done a lot of com- comedic roles. Okay, but, but in, in situation and uh, I mean in uh, uh, sophisticated comedies, I've done a lot of. Uh, I'm a versatile actor. I got stuck into the Grimjaw, uh, Charlie Grimjaw. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, uh, and uh, they they think I I couldn't do anything else, you know. Peter Mark Richmond from a conversation that originally aired in May 2011 on TV Confidential. Peter Mark Richmond passed away. Thursday, January 14th at the age of 93. We'll take a quick time out, then we'll play more from our conversation with Peter Mark. When we come back, we'll talk about some of his many non-TV roles before he got typecast as Charlie Grimjaw. We'll also talk about his experience working in live television. We'll also play a clip from our conversation with Peter Mark from July 2018, in which we talk about his autobiography, I Saw a Molten White Light. All that and more when we come back on TV Confidential.
Story Salon is Los Angeles' longest-running storytelling venue. We have live shows every Wednesday in Studio City, as well as solo shows, podcasts, CDs, and several books. Los Angeles Daily News calls Story Salon Gemstones of Narrative, something new, funny, astonishing. Sunset Magazine says, Tales tall, tragic, and tantalizing. All of this makes Story Salon one of the most eclectic entertainment experiences available. You can learn more about us by going to our Facebook page or by visiting our website at www.storysalon.com. Accredited by Guinness World Records, welcome to Archival Television Audio Incorporated. A peerless TV soundtrack archive preserving the audio from television's first three decades, the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, the golden and silver age of television. For more information, go to atvaudio.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.